You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, this is the Laugh Button Podcast, true story. Yeah, buddy. If it wasn't, I guess it'd be kind of weird because you downloaded it and or you're listening to it and it said the Laugh Button Podcast on it. So I just want to clear the air. This actually is and is factual information, the Laugh Button Podcast. I'm Mark Seaman. He's Matt Kleinschmidt. And uh, together, uh, are you the laugh and I'm button or are you the la and I'm button? I need to time how long these intros are because they just get fucking longer and longer. Like, I think you're doing it on purpose, actually. It's improv, man. Just, you know, just free flowing. I'm just free flowing. Is it? Yeah, it's like slam poetry here, the intro. I don't know about all that. I don't either. Yeah, who we got on the podcast today, Mark? Today, joining us on the podcast is a very tall gentleman, a very blonde gentleman. And a very, a very hot, a very hot tubby gentleman. A very glassed. Yes. Is that is that how you pronounce someone with glasses? A glassed gentleman. A, a glassed. A glassed gentleman. I I had never heard glassed before. Well, then I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes by the name Kurt Brownoller, and he's one half of Hot Tub with Kurt and Kristen, and they have a brand new double vinyl release for Record Store Day, thanks to Kill Rockstar Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, very stoked about that. Going to be doing an unboxing for it. So you can head over to laughbutton.com, yeah. check out an unboxing of uh, yeah, buddy. of the double vinyl. It's going to be very cool. And uh, he's always fun to hang out with. I mean, before this time, I think the last time he was jumping all over my back. There's like photo evidence of that. Uh, this time we're in his hotel room. And he had just shot a video uh, about uh, spitting coffee, which we explained at the top of the interview. Just when you hang out with Kurt Brownler, you don't know what you're going to get, but you're guaranteed to love what you do get. You're and going to get yourself a good time. Yes, that's and what, that's what I love about Kurt. You're guaranteed a good Kurt. time with Kurt. So. This dude has driven a huge, giant paper mache ass across the country. He has taken a uh, a sea dew. What are those things called? I guess a sea dew. Yeah, that's a like C-do. the Q-tip of cotton swabs. Yeah, he, he yeah. just named a brand. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, jet ski. He's taken a jet called. ski up from Chicago all the way down to the Mississippi River. Right. On his uh, web series, Roused About. Mm-hmm. And he hosted a game show. Show called Bunk. He sky wrote. He got. A, he hired a skywriter. He actually did a Kickstarter campaign to hire a skywriter to write. How do I? How do I land over the uh, city of Los Angeles? <laughs> and then turn that into the title of his album. Yes. And the album art is literally a picture of him pointing to the How do I land? The, yeah, the sky, in the sky, which legitimately happened. And, I don't know uh, how much it was. I think it was like a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, something like that. He basically just was like, "Yeah, he just raised on Kickstarter in like a very quick period of time." Well, during the interview, he'll tell you about some other uh, failed ideas that uh, didn't get off the ground. I shouldn't say none of those. Yeah, that's, were failures. None they of were those all are successes. Fail- those are all very successful things. He tells us about some things that didn't quite work out. And he's a Jersey guy too. Uh, yeah, Jersey, yeah, Jersey guy. Jersey. Uh, love Kurt Brownoller. So he'll be joining us. So stay tuned for that. Uh, it's always good times. Uh, Matt, obviously, it's this is our big our big Thanksgiving episode. I mean, I guess anybody who's doing anything and releasing it, creating it, whatever, has to formally announce that this is their Thanksgiving edition. It's more important than football. It's more important than turkey. Yes. It's more important than stuffings. No, this is, that's total bullshit. And it yeah, could be I mean, more important than some of your family, depending on how they voted. It's definitely more important than Black Friday. By the way, how many awkward conversations are going to happen this weekend? It's going to be weekend? real weird. There's I talked to my parents. Of, okay. I talked to my parents the yeah. other day, and, and I was talking to my mom about some 
some pretty heavy stuff recently. Yeah. And uh, and I asked her about that because this is going to be the first Thanksgiving. And I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's um, fine. But uh, this is going to be the first Thanksgiving I haven't gone home and I can't tell you how long or yeah. at least been with my family or someone's family. Yeah. Like my wife's family, my family, anybody's family. Okay. Uh, doing this one solo with the with the lady, and uh, and so I asked my mom, I'm like, so you guys, you know, pumped at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I mean, if if there were any to be at, this is the year, right, yeah, guys? Because yeah. you know, my family's from Ohio. Yeah, and let's there's a swing state in the election this year. Yeah, of my my extended family is split right down the middle. Yeah. It's like halvesies. It's weird, man. It's super awkward. Anytime politics comes, it's super awkward. Of course, of course. Well, that's why you don't, that's why there's that old adage of never talk politics at the dinner table. Yes. Which and I don't know how many people adhere to, but. Well, I talked to him over the, I talked about them over the phone with my mom and, and my mom is like, she's like, yeah, you know, not pump for this one. You know, she's uh, trying to be nice and she's trying to be like, you know, it's my family. I want to give them all hugs. My dad. Yeah. If uh second, somebody brings it up, I'm going home sick. Like he's just, <laughs> He's not. He's just avoiding not fucking it. with it. He's just avoiding it at all costs. Oh yeah, he's not fucking with it. Yeah, you know like, it happens. I mean, you know, there's there's ways around it, but I'm sure there's I'm I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are just gonna have some very very awkward conversations. Then again, Thanksgiving dinner is supposed to be awkward. That's kind of the whole idea behind it. You're supposed yeah. to sit down. It's just this is awkward for a different reason. Uh, at what point does it get awkward? Because like it as, all, it's as always, a kid, well, as you a know, kid, you don't care. You're, at the you're kid's playing football table. with your cousins, or you're, you're dicking around, or you're whatever at the kid, you're doing. You stuff your your face. You, yeah. You're, I think as soon as you become an adult and you start having to deal with adult things, like as soon as you have to like pay a bill, live on your own, pay a mortgage or a rent or whatever that may be. Uh, it's not eighteen. <laughs> no, because no, not everyone leaves leaves the house by that time. It's like once you start having uh, real world responsibilities, and it's not always about politics. Sometimes it's you know, uh, cousins bringing home a new boyfriend, mm-hmm. or uh, someone's coming out, or you know, uh, your aunt had a little bit too much to drink and hit on your friend. <laughs> you know, there's always a million different re- we- weird reasons. Why do I feel like all three of those are not lies? No, Coming no, 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 camp, I can't right? say that. I feel like, no, my uh, family's actually pretty cool. Like, I don't really have, like, you know, that crazy racist uncle or that crazy... Like, we had a grandmother, you know, because she was old, who would say some weird things. Sure. But we'd make fun sure. of her. My family's ball busters. Like, yeah, we're just yeah. all ball busters. So, you know, whether... Whatever your thoughts are politically or whatever, it's usually we're busting your balls about something. So, it's... I, I actually don't have that phobia of hanging out with my family over the holiday because, uh, like I said, we just bust each other's chops. Here, and, here's how it goes with mine. So my mom's yeah. one of nine kids, right? Huge yeah. family. So as my family's very large too. My yeah. dad's, but that's one of five or six. My mom's one of nine. Okay. So like I have a huge family. So, so you know how it is. Then. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, uh, this is how the rest of my, like the extended <laughs> family describes the semen family. Oh no. First of all, we're the semen. family. <laughs> yeah, of course family. you're the semen family. <laughs> the semen family. I mean, just we're the semen family. So what's going on with them semen? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is how the rest of my extended family describes the semen family. If you were to, Walk outside, yeah, and randomly collect five different people <laughs> and put the them together. That's the semen family. <laughs> that's that's, that's funny. It. Like just like on the street. Hey, grab that guy. Grab that girl. Yep. <laughs> get get one of each. Get a guy, a girl. You know what? Throw in a throw in a second boy just to you know get offset it one, so we can get, get the, exactly the black dude. exactly. My dad looks like he's from the Middle East. Okay, right for no reason. You know, just beard just, and hair. Olive skin. Okay. Yeah, a lot of hair. Okay. Like all this is just like it, super round head, yeah, yeah, like yeah. almost cartoonish. <laughs> and uh, and my mom looks like uh, uh, oh my god, Paul McCartney. <laughs> 
Paul McCartney's sister. Well, Paul McCartney kind of looks like an old lesbian at this point. I mean, <laughs> right. Like everyone, so now you know what my mom looks like. Everyone's everyone's aunt. Like once they get older and sure. cut their hair, they look like your old le- lesbian aunt or right. everyone's mom. Yeah. But but it actually it's <laughs> frightening how much my family looks like somebody. Right. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this trick. Okay, your dad's from the Middle East. Your mom's Paul. I'm gonna McCartney. show you a picture of <laughs> my dad. <laughs> okay. And then I'm gonna show you a picture of Albert Einstein. Okay. We're going to cover up Albert Einstein's hair. Okay. And you're going to go, holy fucking shit. That's your dad. That's your dad. Oh, that's funny. It's frightening. That's my funny. mom looks like Paul McCartney. <laughs> then you got my brother, my sister and I. None of us look like it's, each you other. Know, when, you, when you're saying Paul McCartney. We all McCartney, have different color hair, I don't mean different to... <laughs> color eyes. No one's the same, man. I don't mean to cut you off when you say your mom looks like Paul McCartney. I get the visual like when Craig Ferguson used to be on late night television. Right. Say, hey, can we show a picture of Paul McCartney? And it would be like it would be like Angela Lansbury. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> so anyway, we're just this fucking weird piece together. A hodgepodge. Of How did people? this even happen? That's no funny. one bothered doing DNA tests. That's we're funny. all just we're living we're just the, going with it. Yeah, we're just like sure, Dad. <laughs> My. Uh, my family is actually the complete opposite. Like we all look like like my older brother and I look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, my younger brother looks like he's related to us, but not exactly like us. My younger brother looks like a lot like my mom, right? And my older brother and I look like we're some sort of like merging of of okay. me and my mom. So you actually look like a family. And people yeah. see my older brother like, oh my god, it's mad and just as loud, you know. Like <laughs> sure. my younger brother is the quiet one. He's but my, me and my older brother one are just loud, obnoxious mm-hmm. dudes. See a big dude like you, like yeah, the, he's a big dude like yeah, me. We're just like loud, obnoxious dudes. Uh, and my dad, you know, he's a big dude too. Like he's tall. He's got a big stomach you know you got the, the dad santa, sure, santa sure. belly so it's fun and you know my uncle looks just like my dad my so cousin weird. looks just like my, my younger none brother. of my family yeah, like I, I look a lot alike yeah like we don't set in our voices sound nothing because you know how you grew up and you, you'd be friends with one yeah, kid yeah. and you had an older brother maybe they sounded the same on the yeah, phone yeah. never my brother has like a <laughs> southern accent for whatever reason my my sister, you know, a southern accent. Yeah, it's really weird. I, it's just I don't know, man. It's <laughs> but but Thanksgiving's always fun, and I'm really bummed, yeah. you know. So shout out to my family. Sorry, I can't be there to hang this go round, <laughs> but uh, I'll see you next year when uh, the dust settles. Uh, but Matt, before we get to the interview with Kurt Brownoller, yeah, let's just uh, let's just talk about what we're thankful for here, you know, in the comedy world because it's been a, an amazing year so far. 2016 has yeah, been yeah. super awesome for comedy. So what do you what are you thankful this for this week? Here? I always think about. And I don't know why I think about Harassment Day in Patrice O'Neill. Okay, as you should. Because of that classic joke from Elephant in the Room. Uh, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, <laughs> you come mm-hmm. into work, you bring flowers, and you harass people. It's a great, great bit. Uh, we have it up on the laugh button, but it's basically Patrice talking about women and you know his relationship towards women. And it basically starts off with this funny, funny question he asks the audience. He's like, why can't I harass you like and he does it in that way that only Patrice O'Neill can do because like in 2016 people are like oh my god that's harassment that's terrible but Patrice O'Neill just does it in a way where it's just people are falling out of their seats laughing so hard and every time I think about the week of Thanksgiving I think about like oh the Tuesday before Thanksgiving it's harassment day they go like revisit this clip and so I uh, I'm thankful for Patrice O'Neill uh, on, on, which is a very weird thing to say, but like that's not like personally, but like professionally, I'm very thankful that like you know I love that album and that special so much. I'm also thankful that like his body of work exists past his death because he's been dead now for what five years? Yeah, it's been because well, well they're so on the fast. fifth they're on the fifth annual benefit. Yeah, uh, and I'm Bill glad Burn you brought that up because benefit, so those tickets are available right now. If you head over to laughbutton.com yeah. and just search Patrice O'Neill. 
you know, we have the link to the ticket. Hopefully, get them um, quick because they go fast. I was gonna say if they're not already sold yeah. out because these things sell out like it sells out very instantly. Quick. But it's also um, it's it's such a stacked lineup. It's it's, it's Bill Burr. Yep. It's Patri- uh Well, Patri- it's Bill Burr. It's Bobby uh, Kelly. Bobby there Kelly. Here. I want to say Voss. Leslie Jones DePaulo, is doing it. Nick Leslie Jones. Uh, Jim Norton usually stops by. Mm-hmm. Dean Cook did it one year. Louis C.K. did it last sure. year. And if people are in Will town, Silvins. they'll just show up. They'll be like, oh, shit, I'm in town. Marina I'm just Franklin, swing over. Yep. Ian Edwards. I mean, so many people have done this This benefits. And all of his friends. So. Yeah, Greer Barnes did it Greer Barnes did it. Yeah. Murder. So God, he was um, so funny last year. Rachel Feinstein, too. And all the money goes to like Patrice's family and his uh, his his widow, Vaughn, and uh, his child. And it's a really Vaughn cool room, too, man. The New York City yeah, Center, York City Center. Where, it, where it takes place every year. Beautiful theater. It's really cool. Um, I've already got my tickets. I bought my the second. Yeah, I, I feel almost guilty because like you found the story out. And then well, you bought well your tickets yeah. First. Bill Burr tweets out like, yes. "Hey guys, it's happening." And you're like, ah, and then I'm scrambling to get it on the site, and I was like, you know, I'm buy my tickets yeah. first. <laughs> Why well, don't make this more difficult for myself? Because yeah, because I, I, you know, obviously I want to, you know, chip into the to the benefit, but. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just such a fun show. I hate missing it. So um, it is a good show. So yeah, show. if you're gonna go too, uh, and you do end up getting tickets, uh, email us uh, at uh, podcast at the laugh and I'll meet up with you, hang out, you know, talk comedy, whatever. Speaking of email, f- listener feedback. Brian from last podcast actually got back to us. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, nice. Turns out it's the same Brian that this that found your commercial ad. Oh, from like Jesus po- Christ! I want to say from like podcast episode. I thought we banned this guy. Really. I thought you. <laughs> no, dude. He People don't know this, but you can do this he to the RS. Feed. He can't. He doesn't have the capabilities to. Do. How is he doing this? He digs up all the dirt, man. Yeah, I, I need him. He finds all the dirt. So yeah, he well, emailed us like, "Hey, it's Brian. Here's proof that it was me, and I also was the guy that did this." I was like, "Oh, Brian's a good dude." So oh, that's awesome. All right, well, shout out to Brian again, and, and Brian, thanks for coming up and saying something, man. And and uh, <laughs> oh god, what else has he dug up? I'm, I'm sure he's know. got a whole bunch of just. Uh, he's going to be dropping a you lot know, of bombs. Do you but... think about that sometimes? Like, like, what is your digital trail on the internet? Because like I don't really feel like I have yeah, yeah, crazy well, shit online. I mean, like, uh, there's no, like... Well, you've been doing this editorial thing for a while, so you're going to be tied to a lot of this. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you search my name. I'm, I'm sure nine of the ten searches that yeah. pop up are laugh button related, so I'm sure. Mine are all, mine are really weird and all over the place, Yeah, yours man, are from... because of, you know, your time with SiriusXM and all that stuff, so I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, B commercials, SiriusXM <laughs> for ten years, did some weird things that are on tape... <laughs> and uh, did yeah. some cam girl stuff. Is that what you're saying? No, but like every time I search for my name, like it. First of all, I search Matt Kleinschmidt. Matt Kleinschmidt's not a what? It's, search it right now. You got your phone? I don't have any computer. It's on not me, so a. Uh, it's not a, an unusual name, but there's probably two or three other Matt Kleinschmidt's out on the world that like are mm-hmm. active. Uh, there's one in the Midwest somewhere. I want to say. Do you like come Wisconsin. up first? Oh, uh, I definitely do. I, here's I, I mean, thing. I don't. I don't. Well, here's myself, the other thing that's so also funny know. about it too is like every time. Um, these are, there's like two other Matt Kleinschmidt's and every time I join a new social media platform I find them and friend them because I just think it's funny to do sure it. so like I've been friending these guys since like Friendster and MySpace onto yeah, Facebook yeah. and then onto Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. I don't know it's a weird thing well I've got two digital trails because I've got the Mark Seaman yes. and then the Mark Says Hi so there's like kind of you know what I mean yeah it's a, there's definitely two digital trails, which could either hurt or help me. To, uh, At one point, the thing that was showing up the most was like a top 10 list I did for like NYU in like 2005. That was showing up for like ever. It's hilarious. Yeah, like, I don't even remember. I don't even remember making the top 10 list. All right. So you're thankful for Patrice O'Neill. Um, I, I'm, I wonder what I'm thankful for. I mean, there's so many wonderful things have happened in, in comedy. Uh, I mean, we've had shows return. 
you know, stuff has been renewed. Uh, you know, stuff has been extended. A lot of great albums and specials this year. Uh, you know what I'm thankful for this year? I'm thankful for the opportunity uh, to have interviewed Norman Lear. There you go. I that's think a that's. Good one. You know, when I look back at the year so far, obviously we do a lot of great stuff. We've done a lot of killer interviews. Yeah, we've met totally. a lot of cool people. We've seen a lot of great tapings. We've been able to go to a lot of exclusive events. You know, and I, I guess I'm speaking strictly with just this job and what we do here. But uh, I think of all the things in the year, you know, so far, Norman Lear is a treat, man. I mean, the dude's old, you know, and he's done so many amazing things that have ch changed the way we look at society. And uh, to be able to pick his brain about that was a pretty uh, magic moment. You know, I've been fortunate enough to do some pretty ridiculous interviews with anyone from George Lucas all the way down to the yeah. newest comic just doing their first open mic. But Norman Lear is like in that food chain of holy shit, you know? Like, yeah, it's a good one. I mean, it was a big gift for the podcast. Yeah, man. Pretty awesome. So definitely thankful for that. Thankful he said the laugh button. Yeah, like he's aware of it. There's there no go. take backs. No take backs. No take backs. So that's uh, pretty cool. I'm I mean, like on the, all, I'm also like I, I, I usually post a list of like things I'm thankful for every mm -hmm. year on my on like social media. Well, you and do it, that on that list app, or what does that go away? No, Did no, that no. go away? I don't know. <laughs> Remember that? I, I do it, but I, I, I do it like yeah, yeah, yeah. My family, all that bullshit. Fine. I, I list things of like like little things I'm thankful for, like. Like the NES Classic. Like the HOV lane on the turnpike. Oh, okay. Or the ability to add bacon to any meal on the Wawa menu. Like sure. things, bullshit like that. And actually, I think that's actually the list I make every year. It's like, it ends up being the same list all the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, all right. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm definitely thankful for this podcast. I think it's an awesome thing, and I hope you think it is as well, podcast listener. Uh, thanks for downloading, uh, sharing, rating, reviewing. Yeah, tell your friends, man. Yeah, man, do it. Be like Brian, man. Brian's a champion. Yeah. You know what Brian did? Brian came out to a show. Yeah. Tell your friends that you listen to our podcast and uh, do that shit. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the Kurt Brownoller interview right now. And again, go to the laughbutton.com for all the latest stories, interviews, reviews. We have this really nice Thanksgiving piece up there. Yeah. Uh, the 31. Yeah, Matt. I went to 31 because you know what? I was in the zone. I went to 31. The 31 best Thanksgiving sketches of all time on Saturday Night Live. So that's it's a lot of fun to revisit those. And and you forget about a lot of them because yeah. you, you remember the ones that were recent and you remember <laughs> the ones that are like, oh my God, yeah, that one. But there there's like 28 of them. You're going to be like, oh my God, I forgot about Well, that. you list, there's 42 seasons and there's yep. a, a Thanksgiving episode every season. So you yeah. basically can take one from every season. Pretty much. List, so. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that Adele one from last year. Oh yeah, so funny. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. One of the greatest. That's just one of the greatest sketches SNL's ever done, I think. All right. Here's Kurt Brownell right now on the Laugh Button Podcast. Rock and roll, as they I'm say. I'm going to make sure my phone's off. In the biz. Oh, yeah. I should do the same. I'm in airplane mode. Airplane mode. Airplane mode. By the way, I forgot <laughs> to do airplane mode on the flight down. Yeah, and you just it, check your emails. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter. So I like, met somebody. Speaking of Asbury Park. No, no one died. I met a woman who lives in Asbury Park who is in charge of repairing the how cell towers work to make them like more efficient. Okay. And she said, 
you can use your phone. You, yeah. you can use your phone throughout the flight. It does not oh, affect. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. that stuff is like triple and quadruple shielded versus like RF. Yeah. Like, they go over those plan those planes like multiple times. And yeah, yeah if it were really a problem, they just wouldn't let them on the plane. Period. End yeah. of story. You'd they, have to like put it in your ba- in your bag down yeah, below. Yeah, because yeah. guess what? Accidents happen. People leave their phone on. Yeah. yeah. That's it. End of story. Like it. it yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, I, I know, think they do it because it's like their way of asserting dominance over like they need. But it's also like airline travel is so every little piece of your dignity and humanity is like removed from you that it's just like it just feels like they just want to continue that's like they just gotta have that one last fucking thing (laughs) that one last thing no you also can't even fucking look at your phone pretty soon the trade tables won't be operable by you (laughs) you they'll they'll have them on remote yeah exactly they all just come down (laughs) yeah (laughs) my fingers oh my god my fingers (laughs) too bad sorry I just got the global pre-check for TSA so I I flew that for the first time oh yeah but you know what's funny it sounds like it appears everyone's getting it. So if everyone gets it, like it doesn't help. There's certain towns. <laughs> so that's why I waited three years to tell you about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just don't tell it's anybody like about it. If everyone's priority boarding, no yeah. one's priority. I've boarding. definitely <laughs> been in. I've been at places like Seattle is one of them where it's the TSA line is longer than the regular line. Right. Yeah. We're just like, okay, this is we're so all stupid. <laughs> we're done. At least you don't have to take all your stuff off. Yeah. Move you through the line at least quicker. Yeah. So. All right, Classic airline humor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how we're opening up this podcast. We're joined right now by Kurt Brownoller on the Lap Button Podcast. Always Hello. a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Always you, happy to be here. You, you never cease to uh, be the same height, which I'm is pretty <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, I've been uh, pretty consistently the same height since about 14. Right. I think it's one of the best things about me. It's impressive. I yeah. mean, most people... Uh, Very. I don't, I don't want... Yeah, I don't want a blanket statement, but mm-hmm. most people can't achieve this feat you've nailed it i mean i think consistency is one of my consistency and height is one of mm-hmm. my better qualities it is on the back of your baseball card mm-hmm. yeah. uh and <laughs> s- speaking of the back of your baseball card uh it's it's quite odd because there's actually a football card front on the front of your baseball card, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is very confusing. You're sending mixed I, messages. It so, was my so choice. Can we clear this up. People fought me on that a lot. My management was like, "It's a baseball card," and I was like, "I'm gonna be holding a football." <laughs> and uh, they fought me for a while, and I said, "Look, it's either the football or I walk." And they said, "No, no, 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 Mr. Brownler, Mr. Brownler," because they get very nervous right. around me. And I and they said, "You can make a football card your baseball card." Nice. Finally, and and it's Did- been a terrible move for my career <laughs> it has been a terrible decision and they were like we told you you can walk which happens in baseball you should have just did what we told you to do from the beginning and you're like fuck and yeah. then uh, there's a worm that is a, i think that's a great metaphor for my career <laughs> <laughs> no i'm gonna do it my way all right that's an unpopular way <laughs> right <laughs> wait how, how are you gonna get down the river uh, i'm gonna do that on a jet ski <laughs> it's a bad idea i'm still gonna do it <laughs> Well, it's always a pleasure to see you, man. And, you too, and, man. Uh, congrats on all the success since I saw you last. Thank you. And uh, I, uh, first thing I want to talk about is uh, before I entered this this very room that we're sitting in now, uh, the, the latest update I've I've gotten via, via your socials was uh, your your coffee throwing up into itself. Yeah, <laughs> there was <laughs> it happened okay. right there, guys. Oh, look, the scene of crime. <laughs> so we're behind the scenes right now. And behind the, the scenes video of a of sweet Instagram video. <laughs> Of a little coffee guy vomiting into my coffee. Well, here's the best thing about uh, those videos that happen in Instagram is the volume doesn't kick on right away. Right. right? So, so, so I'm. So you I'm, have to choose. 
Right. So I, I looked at it and I just see the description. It's like getting a lot of writing done. And then I see this video with you know silence and I'm like, what the fuck? So I click the sound. I'm like, all right, he's going to have to explain himself. So. <laughs> that literally happened like 15 minutes. Yeah. Ago. yeah. Okay. I've been, I mean, I've been, I've locked myself in here for two hours. I got that done. <laughs> I made a video of a cup vomiting. So is this already entered into South by Southwest uh, film? The film? Fo- it already the- won. South oh, it already won. Southwest. Oh. It already won. Yeah. yeah. It's Harvey Weinstein bought it. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be released in theaters. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> by itself. It's a <laughs> 13 second movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were just talking about there's a three minute movie floating around at South by. Right oh, now. have you seen the posters for Eat My Shit yet? <laughs> no. Oh, here, let me show you the photo of this. this is, <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's I, it's I apparently... mean, this just wins the poster game. It's apparently at, three at minutes South long. By. It's three minutes you'll long. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll see some terrifying shit. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you can't unsee what happens in this movie. But the bass player in my band just went and saw it because I sent him this poster. He immediately went and saw it and, and he, <laughs> he wrote. It's everything you want out of a movie, and it's only three minutes. That's amazing. Is that a photograph? Then, so what I'm looking at is a woman. <laughs> she is uh, she's wearing a shirt, and then her mouth is an actual asshole, but a, like a male asshole, <laughs> right? A male asshole with a lot of hair around, it, and then right. her chin is like the bottom of a butt cheek. <laughs> but it's like an oil painting. It's a yeah, beautiful yeah, oil yeah, painting. Exactly. I kind Someone of want to see this. Yeah, movie. you want to see it. It's only three minutes, <laughs> and uh, I mean. It's a purple poster. It's a great to idea. See, yeah. see my I, shit. Yeah. I'm actually a little bummed out about that because I just pitched an idea. I'm not kidding. Oh no! Did I just crush I your? Just, you did because <laughs> Kurt, it was, I'm so sorry. The idea that I wanted to do is, um, it's just a clip. You know, like those shitty clip shows where they like, like VH1 will just yeah, like Beck Sweet ever. Yeah, and they'll the like 90s. they'll just take all these comedians and uh, essentially pay them nothing or make them do it for free and then like do hundreds of hours of content yeah. just about like what happens on reality shows. Right. So I want to do a clip show of other clip shows and it's yes. hosted by an actual asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a talking asshole. It's a different asshole. Well, <laughs> this can still happen and this is going to happen. I want to work on this with you. This is genius. Kind of the soup if you count Joe McHale as an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Wow. All right. But wait, does the soup just cover other clip shows? It no, no, no. It, it covers like all it's talk kinda, and It's kind of like shows. having a festival and, and the different stages at said festival are other festivals. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you never even show the thing that they're cl- – you exactly. just like show like, here's Paul Shear from uh, yes. 2002 on Best Week Ever, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, <laughs> what's but, he up to? And then we like, be like could... oh, that was the best imitation that Paul did <laughs> right. of that baby that he was talking about. <laughs> right. And you can't – Get the licensing for the original clip. Yes. It's actually in the it's clip just, of the yeah. clip. You can't. You, sh- just, you just show the <laughs> clip show part. <laughs> I love that idea. That reminds me of the first ever tattoo I ever wanted to get was uh, a guy in a in a chair getting a tattoo of a guy giving the tattoo of the guy getting the <laughs> oh, tattoo of the awesome. chair. You know what I mean? It just gets smaller, yeah. smaller, smaller. But but my dad quickly killed it by saying, "Well, that f- I mean, how big is that first tattoo? Because his arm's only going to be so big, and then yeah. you're, you're going about one and a half deep here." And I'm like. All right, fine. You <laughs> that's, you I win. love that that's your dad's Dad complaint. <laughs> As it like, we're not going to get too into this joke, though. Right, we're only right. getting two levels in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, you know, people are going to take the time to look. You know, <laughs> want it to be worth it. All right, so speaking of movies, um, I want to talk to you about B-roll. Yeah. Can we talk about B-roll? You can talk about B-roll. I did, a, uh, I did an interview recently with Eddie Pepitone. Yes. And uh, Eddie's uh, awesome. Oh, what a, what an amazing dude. And uh, something that came up was, was B-roll and... and uh, 
And then uh, out of nowhere, the I, I think the director like hit me up on Facebook and was like, "Hey, that thing you were talking about, and this and that and the other thing," and 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 it was uh, it was pretty cool. He sent me over the trailer. And oh, I nice. didn't get to see the whole thing yet, but uh, yeah. So tell us the story. What's going on here with B roll? Because there's a lot of great people in this too. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's me and uh, Karin Sony uh, and um, and. Uh, and Putting Josh, you on the spot. I'm Josh Brenner <laughs> and uh, Megan Falcone and Eddie Pepitone. My wife is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's kind of it's basically the story is uh, about a news anchor who essentially uh, has an on-air uh, breakdown and loses his job. And the way he was going to get his job back is by doing this documentary. So he hires these kind of like young. Oh, and also Adam Hirschman, uh, and hires these like young filmmakers to try and help him make this movie. And he's a mess, and he kind of like cons them essentially. And so yeah, there's a lot of there's some action sequences as well. Oh, nice! It's a very fun, fun movie. Did you get a stunt double? Did Kurt no, get I did his not get a stunt double? double. I did not. Ah, oh, damn it! Have you ever had? You haven't had a body double yet? Or no, any, I have anything not. Done? I have not. Even when I jet skied the Mississippi, it was just me doing it's, it. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've you've driven butts. Speaking of butts, mm-hmm. you've driven butts across the country. You've yes. jet skied uh, literally across the country. Yeah. Um, what's left for you to do across the country? Across the country, I think I'm gonna not do any more across the country okay. things. I just drove cross country, but. That was not a, like a thing. But our next thing is we're going to tube the L.A. River. Sweet, yeah. man. That's going to be good. And well, the, the LA, LA River has no water in it, right? So how are you going to do this? Well, no, that we just had a little bit of rain. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not much because the L.A. River is not big. No, yeah. it's not at all. And it's like, you know, it's like all concrete. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, what, a foot deep? Yeah. It's about a foot deep. That's all you need for a tube. I, Wait, so, so is it true. just going to be you like surfing on a floaty? And then someone's <laughs> gonna be pulling you. No, like, no, no. It's like we're tubing, so we gotta oh, like everybody's have tubes and drinking beer and just floating down the river. <laughs> this is like the equivalent of like a, a blue moon. You know what a blue moon is, right? No, like, like not not the beer, but the beer is named after this phenomenon, which oh. is is when you get two full moons within the same month. Oh. So, so it only happens so often. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's kind of rare. Right. So this is sort of a blue moonish type moment. You get just enough water. Yeah. To go tubing down the cement <laughs> river. Yeah, exactly. So is that where the phrase "once in a blue moon" comes? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. It just moon. actually means once every six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it's, what that means. It's kind of like another Fortnite type thing. <laughs> yeah. No one knows what the fuck it is. Two weeks. You say it. Fortnite's two weeks. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, so but what's seven score? That's the big question. Four score and seven years ago. Oh, it's four score. I'm yeah. on seven score. <laughs> Fourth of all, you're close. Seven score has to do with drugs. Uh, I think <laughs> four score has to do with Lincoln. Right? Is the score 20 years? I don't know. Man. I don't know. 10 or 20. Nobody knows. 20 the score okay. for me is four something to do with sports. Four score seven years ago would be 87 years. All right. I think. Okay. Nice. That's cool. so specific. Like It's just like, I don't know. I wish you bring score back. Score and hands. Measuring people's height and hands. Okay, that's a British thing. I did uh, like seven hands high. Right, Wait, weights for, and measures. Right, yep. that's the for uh, like uh, t- shop class in high school. We had to build some sort of measuring device, and I built a tape measure. And the units were like lengths of your finger. Oh, oh finger length. Finger length. Well, just kind of winging it there. <laughs> you know? I just traced out my finger like thirty. <laughs> times. Hey, why didn't this house come together? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we measured in fingers. <laughs> All right, Kurt. So uh, your brain, I think, uh, is is constantly just coming up. If I had to guess, maybe I'm guessing correctly, <laughs> is just constantly coming up with ridiculous things that uh, is your mission in life to make exist. I hope so. You know, not to play back to the football baseball card. Yeah. You know, analogy, but but that's just your style. That's how you do it. You're yeah. different. 
And I wouldn't recommend it but, for anybody. <laughs> but is it? I mean, to say it's a path less travel. It's a path. Yeah, less but <laughs> and and people judge success on various things, yeah. right? But but you're doing it your way. Period. End of story. Right? That is and true. The, and and you're very successful at doing that. <laughs> I get things made. Uh, that yeah, it's just like I I just want my main my I think my main thing is like I just would like it if more people saw it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like that's a thing. But at a certain point too, it's just like man, doesn't matter. Like eventually, someone some people will see one of the things I do at a certain point, and then maybe they'll look back and be like, look at this other weird stuff that yeah. nobody noticed. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's well, a there's a good resume of just some really interesting stuff. Like the whole idea of roused about is just like. I really liked Roustabout. Yeah. It was fun. It just, how, how did that pitch go? Give us the, the Roustabout pitch. So yeah. originally, I think I sold Roustabout as an interview show. And then... Uh, Wait, an interview on the jet on ski the, no. while you're... It was just an interview show. <laughs> oh, wow. That's okay. a lot of degrees of separation. Yeah. and then oh. one, but, it, but each interview was going to be done in a different way. And then one of the interviews that I wanted to do was like interview someone while tubing the LA River. Gotcha. And so we we're talking about that. And then... They're they like, you know, what if we made it bigger? And I was like, you want bigger? And I was like, how about a jet ski across America? As a joke, I said that. <laughs> and then Jeff Tomzik, our director, in these phone calls would just keep going, we got a jet ski across America. <laughs> and then eventually Comedy Central was just like, okay, we'll jet ski across America. Wow. <laughs> so from tagline to, yeah. you know, movie title. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's ridiculous. So, so then that thing actually happens, and you come to the realization of this thing is actually happening. Yeah. Did you try to pull out at any point where you just no? Like, I was super excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like that's like, I love that. I love weird industrial. First off, I love like places that like no one goes unless you work there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that part, like especially after you get through the Chicago River, you go into the Illinois River and the Illinois River is just an industrial waterway. Like, like why would you ever be on it? No right. one w is yeah. on yeah. it unless they're like pushing a barge on it. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So it feels like this real nowhere space that like, like who's gone, like no one takes a boat out on this <laughs> industrial waterway and it was very cool to be out hmm. there right yeah it's like it's been mapped but only because they were like well it, i guess it continues here yeah because <laughs> they're also just here. like well we push the coal from here to there right. and we use this little place so future seasons of roustabout would entail what <laughs> yeah like, wh where else have we not them? been i mean I how think and how are we getting there if Kurt? we did future seasons of roustabout it would always we had a bunch of different ideas one was um Push a Pullman cart. Do you know what Pullman Th cart that's is? The, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Across America. Well, I, first of all, I love that we all motioned. Yeah, it. we all motioned. Yeah. None of us said what we motioned. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so it's one of those things where it's like a seesaw. Yeah, on the but railroad then, tracks. On the railroad yeah. tracks. <laughs> it's like the dumbest and mode of transportation. And a person on each side doing. Yeah. Who would you get to go with you? It would just be me and Scotty Landis. Scotty. So Scotty was my co-creator of Roustabout. Okay. Uh, so it'd be he and I, and he was in Roustabout too. He was um, Lil Minnow was his character's right. name. Right. So who who faces backwards? Who's going backwards on this? We'd journey? have to switch. Yeah. 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 That would be that would be Brett backbreaking. It would be oh, yeah. brutal. Man. Yeah. Be but we would be when we were done. Oh, you. We be, would be, be fucking jacked. jacked. <laughs> you would look like one of those circus. Uh, yeah. You know, they wear the striped yeah, yeah, onesie. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Leopard print strongman. Just sunburnt and jacked. <laughs> <laughs> 
but only in the upper chest. Yeah. Right? Your legs are real weak <laughs> and just withered. <laughs> it's all upper body from here. I, I can crawl faster than that car could drive. So I'm getting that cheese. Uh. All right, so so that's pretty cool. And you just do that in the desert, I guess, because that's cross. I mean, America. I guess cross America. Yeah, we gotta do, do it in go? flat places. Yeah, yeah, can't flat. Go, yeah, you get you get screwed about up. the Rockies or the Appalachian yeah. Trail. It's just you guys pumping it, but you're not going anywhere. You're on the side of a mountain. Yeah, it's like, it's like four episodes. It's like an episode like Roadrunner, Wally Coyote. Kind of yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like that's one of those vehicles that you would see in cartoons and yeah, never anywhere totally. else. All right, so you're down here at South By. You're going to be a part of the Showtime taping, right? Yes. This is very cool. And uh, they, they did this last year. Uh, who's on your bill this year? Who's, uh, who? My bill is Eliza Skinner, Emo Phillips, Sean Patton, and then it says special guest. And I don't know who the special it's guest you. is. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah, right. you didn't I'm name yourself, guest. so yeah. <laughs> Dude, Emo Phillips, nice, yeah. man. He's Emo Phillips legend, is so great. Have you, I, I've seen him do this bit that blew me away where when he comes on stage and he's just telling jokes nonstop and all of them are good. Mm. Um, but as he's talking, he has he's wearing a a sweatshirt, then a jacket, then a um, a vest. Okay. And he slowly just takes the sweatshirt off and stuffs it in his pants pocket, and then takes the jacket off, stuffs it in his pants pocket, and then takes his vest off, <laughs> stuffs it in his all the same pocket. Oh my god! Okay. And then as he's telling Josie, he then starts taking it back out and putting it back on when he's getting ready to leave. <laughs> it's amazing. Like he has like these specially made pants that he can just shove. He's got a giant. Goes down his like the coolest fucking. It's, it's like his, he never mentions it. It's like got a TARDIS in there, right? Yeah. It's like bigger on the it's, inside. It's exactly just, what it seems like oh that God, he has a TARDIS. Incredible. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It's such a good bit. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he's legendary. He man. really just, is. I, I think uh, I don't know about you guys. But my first emo experience was probably UHF from Weird Al. Yep. The yeah. carpenter cuts his finger off. I'm like. That guy seems interesting, yeah. and, and I wasn't sure if it was a real guy or a character, and, and, and not to reference my dad again, but I had to ask. It was yeah. like, is that a real guy? You know, he's like, no, no, that's comedian Emo Phillips, and he explained to me who he yeah. was and everything, and, and just so good, man. So, I mean, and also, he just, his jokes, he has to have, like, his jokes are so short and also good, but he has to have so many. For, like, a 10-minute set, it's like... He's got like 25 jokes in there. You know, it's like really amazing. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Kurt Brownoller, if you had to describe yourself, I mean, I don't know the last <laughs> time you've had to write a bio, but uh, oh, what, do you, what do you put in there? Like, how does it, how do um, you even? I don't know. I, I think last time, the last time I had to write a bi- bio, it was um, refreshing. Wait, wait, no! Enthusiastic weirdo was was it? Because <laughs> I'm excited about stuff, right? But it yeah. might not be up your alley. <laughs> yeah, strangely excited about something. Yeah, enthusiastic weirdo. <laughs> That's good and it's short too. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like I noticed on your your um, maybe it was on your IMDb possibly. I'm always curious about this trivia section. And the who, trivia section is a comedian, it, I think someone yeah, put on my... Yeah, it just says comedian, period. It just says comedian. I'm just like, I don't know who put that yeah, there. Who, but how's so that, how, how that trivia? I don't know. That's what like, I'm saying. I thought that's so what weird. I was. Is that, isn't that, doesn't trivia have to be like a secondary? Yeah, did you to know? the main thing? Kurt went to was a llama farmer or yeah. something like that. Like yeah, that. if that's anything, trivia. wouldn't it be question mark? You know, like or, or, or someone comedian. A comedian. That's true. I, yeah, I don't know. Now is it asking comedian question mark? No, or no, just comedian. It it's, doesn't even say is a comedian. It's it just not comedian. trivia. I think is yeah. the whole point. So who fills that shit out? I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. I don't really know how IMDb works. Yeah, because like some things are up there, some things aren't up there. Yeah. I'm just like I don't. I, know I can't be bothered. Regular accounts and pro accounts, and they do. 
two different things. Mm. That's yeah. all I know. That's uh, it. Okay. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I literally know nothing. Well, other than B-roll, which uh, we're going to be able to see that soon, right? Is that It's premiering at the Manhattan Film Festival. Cool. And then, um, and then I'm also in uh, eight episodes of the third season of uh, Deadbeat on Hulu. Okay, very so cool. So it's me and Tyler Labine and um, Cal Penn is in the third nice. season as well. So it's like the three of us uh, having some adventures, and uh, that'll be very fun. And then, yeah, doing an episode of Another Period this week. Oh, cool. And um, It's a yeah. fun show, too, man. Yeah, I'm excited about I, it. Uh, I want to know if and when you're going to bring back Emotional Hangs with Joe DeRosa. It's definitely coming back. <laughs> Is it coming we back? Actually, okay. We actually, we drunkenly agreed um, to do it as its own podcast. Okay, yeah, because he kind of quit his podcast a while Yeah, and back. he's like, we got to have this on him. I'm like, this is part of the K-hole now, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just going to be, it's, it'll be, it'll be its own thing. Oh, cool. Very yeah. Cool. So um, what are you getting out of comedy these days? And this is kind of a weird question, but like, mm-hmm. what's been sort of the, the personal motivation uh, and where are you pulling from these days? Like, what, what are you I, really trying to achieve? I think the... I think the main place is getting I would like now uh for when I perform to not just have it be funny but also there to be a reason for it to exist and I'm not saying that I'm it's got to be a teaching moment or like we got to like talk about like serious stuff or anything like that all the time although I want to do that as well mm-hmm. but I just want to have like um a reason for existence you know, so when you're like, oh, there was a reason to talk about that. And I never had that before because I would always uh, it was more like if this is goofy and funny to me, like I just want to it's just laughter is the goal. Right. And now I do also want to have like a reason for talking about so like stuff. a deeper meaning. Right. Whether or, yeah, or some sort of I feel like such a shitty, I feel like that's such a shitty I don't want to be thought provoking. I mean, like <laughs> it's such a it sounds so shitty when you say it out loud. I just want there to be I want there to be a reason for me talking because there's like certain bits that I have. Like I have one bit about spoons. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I did it so much and I'm just like, why the fuck am I getting up every night doing this fucking bit about spoons? It like it works. People laugh at it. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, I'm like, I feel like a, a schmuck. I feel mm-hmm. like an asshole just talking about spoons every night. And so it's like so I want to have af- like I want to have the same level of laughter. But then afterwards feel like I talked about something that fucking mattered to me, even if it's the fact that I hate the movie Everest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if it's that, but I have a very good reason for hating it. Like, right. You just undefended that movie. Yeah. Undefended so it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that movie. I, I hate, haven't seen I it yet. Everest. So I'm not watching that then? Oh, I mean, like, I, I don't... The movies, uh, I don't really have a problem with. I have a problem with people who fucking climb Everest. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's just like a total shit show nowadays, too. People climbing Everest. Like oh. They're leaving trails of like trash and garbage. And, There's trash, garbage, and dead no, bodies. Dead bodies, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. A t- a tons of dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. You have to Dozens. Like, walk past the dead yeah. bodies. So Everest is the new Hudson River. Is yeah. That the, yeah. Is that <laughs> but, it's, and it, but perfectly preserved. Yeah, because they, <laughs> right, well, right. they can't bring them down. Yeah, right. so they just they just stay there and they become like. You can't just roll them down. They come like, like, oh, at some point you'll, you'll pass the guy in the orange. Your coat and he's That's your mile and warrior. oxygen canisters, yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands of like oxygen pollu- canisters, it's like polluting the mountain, then. yeah, so and weird. putting all these native people's lives in danger yeah. by making yeah. them like take you up there. It's pretty crazy. 
that sucks. I'm all depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing too, where yeah. it's just like, that's what Kristen keeps yelling at me about where it's like, we'll do, we're going to still do hot tub every Monday night. Mm-hmm. And I'll be talking about all this stuff. And she's just like, why are you talking about death again? <laughs> I'm like, cause it's important. <laughs> it is. It's very important. But yeah. But yeah. It's weird. Um, well, I don't think you're wrong. Going back to what you're saying earlier. I don't think you're wrong in like wanting to talk about something relevant to you. Like all the greats like have that, they get past the superficial stuff yes. and they kind of get to that level where right. it's like, okay, here's some, some and I, deeper meaning stuff. Right, and I think a great bit is one that is, you don't even notice that it's about something until yeah. later. Right. Where it just is like fucking hard-hitting laugh after hard-hitting laugh. And then after it's all done, you're like, oh, fuck, he slipped one in on us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I'm attempting to do. And I'm not saying I'm doing it well or anything like that, but that's like a goal. Sure. Yeah. So when when you very first started, uh, who were you getting up on stage with? Like, who were in the rooms? Did, did you do a lot of open mics? Who was in your See, class? that's the thing. Yeah. I actually avoided open mics. Yeah, I feel like you skipped because that. I just yeah. I just started with hot tub, uh-huh. and so Kristen and I started hot tub, and then so I had a place to go up every night, and then I would do book shows, but mm-hmm. never open mics. Because also in New York, it's like the difference between the book shows I was doing and an open mic, not much. Do you know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's just like I never actually went to one that was an open mic you know but it was like just you know so the people i came up with yeah, were like class i was like me and Kristen. uh i mean eugene merman eugene was already established and everything at that time um like brett gelman john daly uh a cracked lot of out yep Remember cracked, cracked out, out? Crack, oh I, I still i have the record on <laughs> my your computer's in the ass <laughs> y'all <laughs> um, some of those some of those sketches <laughs> are so retarded yes <laughs> I still have it. I have the I have the album too. Yeah, uh, and every once in a while it'll come up when I have it on shuffle. And I'm like, oh boy, here's a crackdown song. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I remember seeing it live and and and, uh, and paying for it. I bought the album after the show. And I was like, yeah. I gotta own this piece of history, and, and I do. And yeah. now I do. Uh, but looking back, it is funny to think about that. You know, seeing Gelman and Daly. And, yeah. Uh, that's cool. So, so you have you had great peers, and 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 those people you mentioned though are all people that do it their own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and may, do you do you think maybe just that generation or, or your class just found that maybe doing it the way the people were before you just wasn't going to work for you? Cause, well, I think because as a collective whole, you kind of all did. And I also think that it there was it was a very specific time in New York City because uh, there was a new comedy audience in New York City because of UCB really right. and the other improv theaters the Pit and the Magnet but they were generating a comedy audience that was very hip and very they just knew comedy and were very respectful and so you kind of could do lunatic weird weirdo shit um, for a long time you know. Uh, and also it was like that was a time of Rafifi mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. Eugene and Bobby were doing uh, Invite Them Up and Invite Them Up was like the show yeah. and that kind of really changed New York City comedy or at least like that scene you know right. like the cellar was still going it would yeah, always be there and everything like that but that was you know like UCB and Rafifi and The Pit and stuff like that was was the the scene that I was coming up in I, I have the would, you, would that be classified as alt? I mean, I guess so, yeah, but at guess, this point, all those people are now like I don't know. All, what they're they're all, none of them are all then where they're yeah. all mainstream. Well, they're all on TV shows, yeah, they're all movies, yeah. and they're the face of comedy now. I yeah, mean, really. And I also think yeah. there was when alt was really like coined, which I would say like 
was like Early the 90s, 90s right? you know like that i think that alt was like almost in a reaction to club comedy so it yeah. was like against having punchlines do you know what i mean right whereas like now uh, that scene which is really i would i always called it like the bar or you know theater scene yeah as opposed to a club now it's like there's punchlines do oh, you know yeah. what i mean right it's like I got punchlines, you know. Like the comedians do them both. There's comics that, that walk between both of them. Those yeah, are the clubs and the other ones too. Exactly. I have, I have the best worst memory of Rafifi um, performing there one time. Is it, 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 I got bumped by Louis C.K. Uh huh. And then I had to follow him. Oof. In fact, I've never told him. No, this I've story. never heard this story. Whoa. And it was it was a disaster. I mean, what it was year? the, what it year was was the it? best worst thing that ever happened. And it was like so deterring like it's that moment in time you're like i think i'm done with comedy forever <laughs> do you know what i mean oh, no. because what do you do and he and he went up for like a half hour you know what i mean and it was yeah. like and it's nothing against him it was great i of was course. like please you yeah. know but uh yeah i was supposed to go up and play three stupid funny songs i wrote and it was yeah. gonna be fun and my friends were all there and and then uh louis swing uh, you know swung in and they were like hey uh louis gonna jump up yeah of course you know was it invite them up uh, refuse, no, it wasn't invite them up. It was who was hosting that night? Who got the, like the bill? Yeah, Larry was. Larry was hosting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and it's like, of course. So he goes, annihilates, and then I have to walk out on stage, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm just like a radio host. Yeah. Who's trying to test out some funny songs, <laughs> and just silence. Oh. And and these songs did well other places, yeah, you know, and they kill and stuff. And it was just like so awkward. And I think I might even shorten the third one, you know. And I was yeah. just like, "Cool, thanks for letting me do that, and I'll never be doing it again. Peace, bye forever." <laughs> oh man. And then afterwards, I went over to 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 Louie, and I was just like, "Hey, man, great stuff. You know, it's it's always a pleasure to see you work out some stuff." And he just kind of looked up at me like, "Yeah." And then I like, went back to work, and he was writing, and then I oh. felt bad about bothering him. And ah. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do anything right. <laughs> oh, that's but, the, uh, it's the worst. Yeah, wow, I've never told you about that. But it, it was, uh, yeah, that was like, uh, have you ever had a moment like that in comedy where you just, oh, uh, yeah, it was almost a thousands, game changer for you? Thousands of them, where I was just, like almost didn't just walked off stage. <laughs> yeah, so many. Like, this happens so often that it's almost like it became a commonplace, you know? Um but I mean, it was, and also it was what was crazy too is that like I was trying to write stand up at a time when Chris, I, I had been writing for Kristen and myself, mm -hmm. my comedy partner, and so we were performing together, and that and that was clicking, and that was doing very well. And then I would be like, but I also have some stand up, and they're right. like, oh, okay, yeah, try. Like I remember once we were in Edinburgh, um, and we had done, we had we had gotten nominated for the big award in Edinburgh. The, uh, it used to be called the Perrier Now. Then it was called the If Dot Comedy Award. It was terrible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I don't even know what it's called now. So we got nominated. Big, big, big deal to get nominated for this award. And then whoever gets whoever gets nominated but doesn't win gets to host this like best of the festival, which is on the last after the festival is right. almost at the end. Great festival. And uh, and Kristen had to fly back early. They wanted Kristen and I to host it together. She had to fly back early, and I was like, "But I do stand up, guys. Can I host <laughs> it?" And they're like, "Sure, of course." And it was first like my comedy, my stand up at that point was so fucking weird, like. So weird, it's bad. It's so weird that it's not even the, not even good, the bad, setups. Weird, the setups yeah. are like, what is he talking about? What's <laughs> happening? Do you know what I mean? And this was all just like Scottish people from who from out in the suburbs who literally drove in to see like the best, best of the of festival. The fest, right, right. And uh, and I bombed. And then also knowing that it was like me doing stand up, 
I was nominated with another person, and they're like, "This was not, he was nominated," and it's like, "Look at what he does by himself." It's te- like it was to dead silence. Every time it came out, it was to dead silence for like five hundred people. Oh jeez, it was that was fucking brutal. Oh. That was the worst. Yeah, that's rough. That's that's a bad one too. But man. I never thought I would quit. I was just like, I gotta get right better jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- for, for me, <laughs> for me, I wasn't even doing stand up. That, right. that was the thing. I was just like, I'm in the wrong place. Right. You know what I mean? This is just not where this should have been happening, mm-hmm. at least on this night. You know what I mean? And so that's where it was like, yeah, I better either become a stand up, you know, to do yeah. this or, or just play the f- song somewhere else. Yeah. You know? I think that's that was the determination. <laughs> but all right, Kurt, um, I know you got to go, man. And uh, but uh, congrats on everything that's happened. Thank you. You know, since the last time I saw you and uh, other. Do you have another do you have another film? I feel like there's another film that you there's have another that, film uh, that's been announced, but we haven't started shooting it yet. OK. Yeah. So you can't it's really called the Out of Town Wedding. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to happen. So gotcha. we'll is see. that is that the Brooks Whelan one? Is it? Wait, uh, what's yeah, the... it's me, Brooks Whelan, and um, another gentleman who I only met once. Okay. I can't remember his name. That's bad. Uh, but yeah, Cassidy. I want to say his last name's Cassidy. Alrighty. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be replaced by a robot voice. Don't Sounds worry. good. Don't worry about it. But um, uh, so what else is next for you? Like, what do you? Wh- are you going to be heading across country again? Are you? Touring, I or what, I'm. What? I'm doing an hour. My hour with Comedy Central. Nice. Where are you going to? In L.A. or New York? Uh, neither. Oh. It's either going to be Portland or Denver. Oh, cool. Yeah. Comedy works. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I want to do it in like a theater because everything I've every stand up that I've done has kind of been in small mm-hmm. bars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I want to do kind of like a big, a bigger space. Nice. Yeah, just to feel the difference. Yeah, especially if it's for Comedy Central, might as well get the yeah get the production budget and make exactly it happen. yeah. yeah. So have them, fuck it, have them build a theater. Yeah. Where do you want it? <laughs> make your own city. Yeah. Make your own city. <laughs> Comedy Centralia. <laughs> cool. Well, always good to see you, man. You too, man. All right, talk to you soon. All right, that was Kurt Brownell. I want to thank him for joining us. Very excited. He's very busy. He's got this uh, double vinyl, the Hot Tub Double mm-hmm. Vinyl for Record Store Day. And a uh, huge shout out to Kill Rock Stars, who was kind enough to send us over an advanced uh, copy of the double vinyl. We're going to be doing an unboxing, so be on the lookout for for that on the laughbutton.com and on our YouTube page, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, shout out to Kill Rock Stars. They've been signing a lot of great people, by the way, and they've been putting oh, out yeah. some good stuff. So. Kill Rock Stars, yeah, they're yeah. definitely in the game. Yeah, they're doing it, man. In the, so in L comedy game. And uh, yeah, you can order that. And then uh, Kurt Brownell has also got a brand new special coming to Comedy Central, so he's busy doing that. Uh, be on the lookout for him in like episodes of everything from... Um, uh, oh my God. Another period and uh, some other indie movies that uh, are not yet even announced. And like Kurt Browner is the type of guy that like pops in here and there. Yeah, he does. And uh, you can play the uh, Kurt Browner drinking game where <laughs> you see him, you drink. Um, anyway, it's always a pleasure to uh, hang with him. So, Matt, that's going to do it. Yes. Thanksgiving. I feel like I just rambled. I feel like I had some tryptophan effects, like pre tryptophan. Well, maybe people are listening to this as they're eating turkey. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Um, your favorite food for Thanksgiving? Stuffing. Without a doubt? Mashed potatoes, stuffing. Well, those are two different things. I, ask you for I load up food. on the carbs, buddy. Yeah? You yeah. carb up? Yeah. I don't know what if I have a favorite. I think uh, I think it all goes into one perfect bite. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't do no, cran- you know, I don't do cranberries or cranberry sauce. Don't do it. You know what's better than stuffing? What's that? Leftover stuffing. <sighs> it is good. It is good. 
Okay, now I have an argument with you. I, I, no, I, not an argument, a question. All right, that's going to do it for the Laugh Bud Podcast. We're out of here. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, email us, podcast at thelaughbud.com. Follow us on all the Son socials, at the Laugh Button, anywhere social media is alive and kicking with the sounds of the chicken. Uh, Matt, any, any, any last words? Yes, what the fuck was that? Talk to you later.